I'm Clarissa Montero. It is Money FM 89.3 in the studio with me, Mr. Teo Luck. MP for Basse Rispongo. That's right, right? Yes, MP. Still an MP. Still an MP. I have to admit, you're better looking in person than your profile pictures. Oh, no. For so many years, many people know me by the profile pictures and photos, right? You look better. You look better <laughs> for the record. Now, you stepped down in June last year from your role as Minister of State for Ministry of Manpower. It's been a while. It's been not quite a year, but mm. more than six months, right? Yeah. What have you been up to since then? Oh, oh I can remember it. every single day I'm running around, I'm flying overseas. And uh, busy with my startups, I started a, a few companies mm-hmm. and then I invested in others. Uh, and also at the same time, I sit on some list of boards. So that kept me really quite busy. Okay. Um, yeah. That's, how, that's some of the things that I do, plus all the public service duties that I have to do. Uh, as an MP, which I'm, I gladly like to do it because you can actually help somebody. And I thought I could spend more time with family. <laughs> yeah, and I I believe that I had, but uh, I don't think they think the same way. Then uh, I got back into my triathlon training, uh, a bit more rigorous and uh, also more disciplined now mm-hmm. uh, with better control over my time. So, yeah, so I hope to get back to Ironman, Ironman racing, yeah. Okay, that was a big mm. answer. Let's start at the oh, beginning. Yeah. You are enjoying your, your work as MP. I, I do, I do. I, very much so. Uh, it was what, one of the reasons why I entered politics. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think um, I've lived overseas for, for quite a few years and I've seen how their politics and our politics is. And I, I would say that one of the my motivation to enter politics because it's Singapore. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's my own country, but the politics here... Uh, compared to others, uh, it's a lot more straightforward Then things get done, you know, and I, I like that a lot. Would it be fair to say that we actually do more for our people than perhaps in some other countries? Yes, I think every single day, um, I have the privilege and honour to be within Cabinet and, and every single day, every single time we meet, uh, you can tell that the discussion of policy is about what's best for the people in the longer term. Although sometimes you know that certain policies are a little bit tougher, sure. uh, harder to implement, harder to convince, but uh, the good sense of it is that it's really good for the long term. So, you know, we may lose some uh, capital, political capital, but it's well worth it. Mm. And what in your role as MP is most satisfying mm. for you? When you go on ground and meet your constituents, what is your takeaway? What do you enjoy most about that? I think... Little things, no? Little things kept, kept me motivated. You know, out of 10 things, maybe, you know, uh, there's one or two things that you you thought that you have uh, make a difference to someone's lives and that kept me going. Just simple things. I created a study area for many students mm-hmm. and it's now almost a 200-seater uh, study area that's free, 24 hours. And sometimes I walk in the street and, and you know, in the town and then someone will tap me on the back, thank you, Mr. Tiono, for the study area. <laughs> And, and they are working and they graduated. I think that just warms me, warms my heart. And, and I thought that uh, that just kept me going uh, to think of different things, think of different programs and ideas to help uh, all my fellow Singaporeans and residents. Uh, okay, so this is a slight mm. tangent for me because you're quite youthful looking. Let's, let's be honest no, here. No, I'm 50 so, this year. Okay, well, I, I didn't ask you how old you are. Well, I said I you're quite admit. youthful looking. <laughs> so has there been a situation where like one of those older aunties maybe at a coffee shop or at a void deck has come up to me, boy, you must take care of yourself or, you know, one of those conversations. Have you had the older ladies in your 
constituency come up to you? Well, two extremes, right? So sometimes, yeah, they do come up to me and say, you know, uh, somebody buy food, right? Mm-hmm. The auntie at the store, um, slightly older, and then they were all, all more senior. And they would ask me, you know, they call me little brother, Xiao Ti, you know. <laughs> Xiaoti, niyao some more, and all these things like that. What do you want, you know? Mm-hmm. What do you want to order, you know? And then uh, sometimes I would think that I am uh, look very young with my cap on and all that, and I try to buy things. Then I'll say that I want to eat, uh, you know, more rice, and then they'll give me more rice. I say, are you sure you can finish? I say, I'm growing up. Thinking that they cannot recognize me. <laughs> Mr. Teo, you are not young anymore. I'm like, wow, sien. <laughs> okay, so there's your reality check, right? <laughs> So we move from that to now you've said you've invested in some private businesses and startups. I'm not going to ask you about all of them, but which one are you the most excited about? Which industry? Which thing that you've invested in? I, I actually excited about all the things I'm involved in, especially mm-hmm. the ones I, I Such help. a politically correct answer, you know. No, but it's true. <laughs> it's like those are especially I created with ideas of my own. And that's like the, the fintech, that's the education that I invested in. Then there's also uh, food that I have a hand in it. There's sports, there's also uh, fitness related. And uh, of course, there are others where uh, it's a lot more sophisticated, uh, complicated, like uh, artificial intelligence. And uh, technology in any aspects where they improve the lives or they are related to consumer product, I'm quite keen and quite interested. So almost every day, I get to meet at least two or three potential uh, startups. Uh, They usually try to meet up with me and seek some advice or Mm -hmm. some investments and all. Mm. So you were very um, actively involved in assisting SMEs and startups when in your previous yeah. role, yes. how active are you now? Yeah, I'm still involved in some way. Uh, official positions I have will be an advisor to Singapore Business Federation's SME committee. I'm also advisor to the Chartered Accountants, that's more professional services. Sure. Uh, and then um, I'm also advisor to the Singapore FinTech Association, that's uh, quite new. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also... Most of the time, I get to meet uh, SME bosses uh, and who are actually old friends of mine. Mm-hmm. And then they will introduce others and then seek some advice. And the advice are more and more to do with running the company and how, you know, allocation of funds and all that. In the past, they look at me as more, while well, you have the government contacts, how do you apply for these grants and that? Sure. Right now, it's more and more of, hey, I think you know some, some things about this sector and that sector, especially technology part. And they wanted to know how to apply tech in their company and they start asking me about that. And usually, I, if I could, I'll just, you know, uh, over, over a meal or something, our conversation will just start from there. And then when you start and I get a bit deeper, I just uh, help them where I could. I don't, I, I don't collect any consultation. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm more than willing to do so because it challenges me intellectually as well. Sure. And you truly understand about the issues and, and, and problems that the businesses face for different sectors. Of course, I, I face some of those on my own. But uh, you actually understood there. And sometimes there are uh, synergies where we can come partner together. So some of it is talent matching, skill matching. You're a bit of a advisor, consultant, all rolled into one. Yeah, for other people's business, I'm a bit like consultant advisors and all. But uh, sometimes I become a player in a way because I realize there's some synergy with some of the things I do. And then I may propose a JV or uh, a combined uh, entity setup. 
and uh, or we can cross sell or cross market each other's products or services. Sure. Or when we go overseas, we know somebody, we network. So it's about expanding the network. I spend a lot of time overseas and most of my ventures, I push them to have more resources overseas than here. And the more, the merrier. So I keep a, like, uh, a, a, a mindset or uh, framework of one third, two third, two third overseas. My best people should be overseas and one third kept in Singapore. Right. Mm. So you are very busy at lunch and dinner. I try not to be dinner, especially I want to get back home before, uh, before I go for my night activities in the constituency. Mm-hmm. And if I have a dinner at night, um, sometimes I'll try to tell them I'll come a bit late to have second dinner. And the first dinner I try to have with my family. And I thought that if I'm, you know, coming out of the ministry, no, no other excuses to keep saying I have official duties, right? <laughs> yeah, so I have to manage an uh, expectation as well and I'm willingly do so. So uh, most of the time, I try my very best to get back home at least for the first dinner. And then second dinner, I just, you know, go for the official one. Because I would imagine a lot of people Mm. will want to talk to you. Come, I buy you lunch, I buy you coffee, I pick your brain, you help me out, you give me some advice. Maybe you invest in my company. Not really. It's the reverse. I try to look for people to invest (laughs) in my company. I try to pick their brains, you know. They look at me, it's like, oh, like ghosts like that. It's like... (laughs) Not, not seven months yet, but it's like, oh, he's here again. <laughs> oh, him again. Hey, him again. Get lost. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you said it was something that you wanted was in stepping away from politics and government mm-hmm. to spend more time with the family. But it sounds like you're very, uh, very busy. Yeah, one of the reasons and, and, and one of the reasons, I, I think um, the satisfaction aspect of it is that I have a little bit more control over my time uh, to schedule things where I think it matters to the family and I want to be able to do that. And although I'm still kept quite busy, especially to travel, because I have to build those businesses that I created, um, so I can't help it. But it's an investment for the future. So if I can create them, this one, two years, we kept busy. But I know for the longer term, it's going to be having a, quite a positive effect on time as well as what I wanted to accomplish since you know, younger days. Mm. Do the family members travel with you at all when you go on these trips? Sometimes, sometimes. Sometimes. Right, yeah. Right now, because you're running a wind show, um, so you very much can decide how you, you want to carve out time. But uh, unfortunately, because the more you get involved into your business aspect, the more stretch you will be. And, and then you have got to have the discipline to say, I'll set that time aside and nothing else matters except the family's time. And I think that I'm learning to do it better and better. And I can, I see that I'm already able to say no to things mm-hmm. and some things. And I was uh, able to dedicate more time. Yeah. And your kids are not young. Yeah, and exactly. So I can be setting aside time and they don't set it aside for me, you know. So it's like, <laughs> wow, this one's not so fair, you know. So they my less pocket money. So how old are the kids, uh, if I can ask? I have a, a boy, 18 years old, and my girl is 16. Okay. Yeah. And some people consider that trying times as a parent uh, uh, w- me and my wife we were, were both blessed and uh, very blessed to have uh, both children really quite independent we very much level on their own with their studies uh, we can't help them you know I always think that my, my results are not great in school so I can't impose upon them that you have to get you know what kind of results and, and they are in a better school uh, in, in one of the good schools so 
I thought that that itself is already quite competitive and pressurizing for them. There's no point for me to put additional pressure. So most of the time, I become more like a uh, a good friend to them. Sure. Yeah, and then we spend time going outdoors, uh, exercising, and then uh, cracking jokes with each other mm. and all that. Yeah, it's very fun. It's very fun. Uh, my kids are got a good sense of humor. It's really fun to be to be with them. Eighteen year old boy, mm. Mm. who's. Is he your wingman or are you his he's wingman? Like, he's the leader of the family. La. I mean, he, he's a, it's quiet, you know, reserved. And then sometimes he will crack some jokes. And, you know, I, I don't have as high IQ as him. So it took a while for me to, you know, say, oh, is that a joke? Yeah. So he will, t- he's, a, he's very, um, I would say that the uh, discipline. Mm-hmm. And it's also, uh, it's, it's a good uh, leader for us and a good uh, you know, he always provides some good guidance for my younger daughter and he cooks, you know, that's something. I, I know, isn't that amazing? My older yeah. boy cooks and it's yeah. like such wow. a gift. Yeah. It is it's such like, a gift. That's great, right? It's yeah. great, yes. So sometimes it's like, well, why don't you just uh, just prepare some meal or you make some uh, coffee, whatever, over, oh, no, over the Milo, whatever, you know, just for your sister and all that. And then we don't have to bother, you know, and just leave them on their own. And uh, and he does that. He uh, takes care of the family. Yeah, and most of the time I'm not at home. Uh, including right now, I'm still spending quite a bit of time outdoors and outside. Mm. So is that testimony to your how great a mother your wife is? Yeah, yeah. Uh, my wife is a superwoman. Okay. And she works. And she's, a, she's an executive with, uh, a senior executive with a tech company. So... She's really quite solid in guiding them and she is the discipline and sometimes I can't take that discipline. I I tend to slack when I'm at home. And you know like with her around me is that I can't slack. I got to be really on my toes. <laughs> So she's your discipline mistress as well. Oh uh, yeah, she's uh, <laughs> she's the boss already. You know, I readily admit. And then you see, my son's the leader, and she's the boss. I'm uh, I trying to find my place now. Your place. <laughs> I, I have a clue, but I won't say it on air. <laughs> no, but you know, I I have to say, you do sound very blessed. You've got work that yeah. you are. Yeah challenged by you yeah. sound very excited about it yes. but you also have this great family that you go home to that you enjoy yes. it is it, it is a work life balance that all of us try to aspire to yeah. so what's your secret i have, that's no secret right i mean must have secret one i i don't know i i think um i think just trying i don't intentionally try to manage everything I, I tend to be able to just get over things and learn from something very quickly you know? and then um, I try to learn from my mistakes uh, I think I, maybe I'm somebody who is a, has got a very thick skin you know that I'm willing to make mistakes and then just keep trying and working hard at it and I'm not those who are gifted where you you know you, you, you absorb very quickly and then you can overcome certain things and then you can you know you can quickly uh, you know, quickly corrected. But for me, it take a while, and then I work hard at it. And I think along the way, for so many years already, uh, I've been able to do that, or I try to do that, and then try to keep a balance and constantly challenge myself. And I, one thing is that in business, we say we know some of us, some of the entrepreneurs and all that, we know how to cut losses fast. And that's one thing about me. I tr- I, I try not to waste time. And mm-hmm. if it's a, if it's uh, not going to make any headway or whatever, I just cut losses quickly, right? So when, when you move into an investment, your your tolerance level is quite short for for results. I guess it's not 
I don't think it's the tolerance level is um, short or less um, or the threshold is set very low. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's more about using what I've learned and then years of experience plus reading as much as I can, researching as much as I can, coming to a conclusion and just have a good sense. Huh? Businessmen must have a good sense about the future, just have a good sense about the reality about the business and then you make a quick decision. I think that's very important. That uh, intuition in, in any business person is extremely important for, for anyone to function very quickly and also competitively. Mm. Great. Thank you mm. so much. Yeah. Should I call you Mr. Teo or yeah. after, you you know, after this Salak. conversation? Yeah. I can call you Salak. Yeah, sure, sure. Oh, you made my, my day. My friends all call me Salak, yeah. <laughs> Hence, uh, some aunties in the Aukang will call me Alak, you know. Alak? Uh, yeah, I, six, I, Okay, yeah. maybe after coffee I can call <laughs> you Alak. <laughs> Thank you yeah. so much for coming oh, in, yeah. being my first Pleasure. guest. Pleasure. And, and I have to say, some very inspiring takeaways from yeah. our conversation yeah. on Money FM 89.3.